Hello, I am Joshua P. Warren, and this is Joshua P. Warren Daily. Well, I must tell you, today has been a great day for me, and it is really kicking off the new year in wonderful style. For one thing, today I signed the final contracts for my big event coming up in Las Vegas this May. And um, the event is so big, I still uh, am not prepared to give you all the details yet. I will tell you it involves an MGM property, which is amazing. And uh, I now that I've got things you know, finalized legally, um, it's just going to take me a little while to get everything presented properly to share with you. And I've been getting so many emails every day from people just jumping up and down with excitement saying, tell us what it is, tell us what it is. I mean, I, I have people who are already buying their plane tickets just for that whole week um, just to be in Vegas, not even knowing the details. So that's a very, very good sign. And I'm not at all surprised, frankly, because again, people who know me and the kinds of stuff that I produce know this is going to be fantastic. And uh, as a matter of fact, right now, my biggest worry is that I may not be able to accommodate the number of people who want to do this. And I'm not exaggerating. Um, you know, physically speaking, uh, I have to put a cap on it at some point, and we're, we're struggling with what that cap is, is going to be. So I will be keeping you updated first if you listen to this podcast and you subscribe to my free e-newsletter at joshuapwarren.com. Additionally, um, I've gotten some really good news today about a television series that I may be a part of. And so we'll see how that goes. And uh, again, it's, in, in a new year, everybody starts new projects. And it's extremely exciting because this is that moment when the sky is the limit. And you should be able to go anywhere you want creatively and then you hammer it down into what the actual thing is going to be. So I love that about my life. And which brings me to one of the things that I wanted to um, to discuss with you in this podcast. You know, I w was just reading the other day about this Romanian artist. And, of course, I recently mentioned that I have, of course, been to Romania. I investigated in Transylvania there. There's a Romanian artist who decided to recreate the nine circles of hell from Dante's Inferno using 40,000 Legos. Uh, and what, a, what an amazing project, huh? What a monumental task. 40,000 Legos to recreate each one of those scenes. And I think, you know, well, obviously Dante's Inferno, the divine comedy, is, um, is such a classic work of literature that it's one of those things that helps us sort of visualize what hell is supposed to be. Um, you know, Paradise Lost also sort of fleshed out some of those details regarding how we view heaven and hell and all that. And the thing that I've always found really intriguing about Dante's concept is, is that indeed there are these particular levels of hell where the punishment is suited to the sin. 
And a lot of people uh, just think of heaven and hell as being, um, you know, it's a black or white concept. You either go to this place or you go to that place. You get one or the other. There is no nuance involved. And yet, even in our own criminal justice system, we take into consideration context and circumstances. And, I mean, you can go kill somebody. And whether or not you have to go to prison for that depends upon the situation. You know, was it self-defense? Was it an accident? You know, are, are you a serial killer? Did you go out and plan this? And that's why we have different types of charges, you know, first degree and second degree and misdemeanors and felonies. And it does make you wonder, doesn't it, if there are such striations when it comes to the idea of spiritual repercussions for your actions. Because I have met people throughout my life who have looked me right in the eye and said, I believe that this life on this earth is hell. This is hell. And then I have met people who have looked me right in the eye and said, no, this is heaven. And that's why the angels are jealous of us, because we get to come here and enjoy all of these carnal delights. And it makes you think a little bit about the idea that you can actually determine for yourself, to some extent, whether or not this is heaven or hell or neither one. I mean, you could say, no, no, this is just earth. This is where you're supposed to come here and you're supposed to do certain things. And then you make it to heaven or hell. But let's, let's forget about that for a minute. And let's just pretend that this is all that is for you and me. Um, do you think that you are in a rung of heaven or a rung of hell? Because I've been telling you what a great day I'm having. And I could go on and on with all of the wonderful things in my life. And it always boils down to health, wealth, relationships, you know, that kind of stuff, um, that is what determines how you feel about the life that you're living. And yes, sometimes you just pop into existence, you come out of the womb, and you are at a vast disadvantage. There are things that are not under your control, or at least don't appear to be. And you could say, well, that's because of your past life, things that you're carrying over from your past life. You know? Some people believe that. But regardless, I think we each come out and we each have uh, pros and cons. We each have sort of gifts and disabilities in certain areas. You have people who come out and they can just play the piano like you wouldn't believe, you know, little Mozart types. Like, where, how'd you even learn that? I don't know. You could just do it. People who can paint, people who are just super intelligent. I mean, you have gifts that people get, and then you also have people who have disadvantages. And but usually you're a combination of both. You're a combination of things that you can do well and things that you, you can't do well. And that's just the reality. And it makes me think that if you dwell all the time on your disadvantages, then you start turning this into a, a more hellish type of an experience. Whereas you can use some of the 
stressful things and, and bad things and disadvantages, and you can you can tap into those as motivation to improve things for yourself and hopefully for others who may also be in your position. Now, I know that right now I'm talking about some very potentially serious and heavy stuff, but let me put a lighthearted spin on it. I always find inspiration in the words of Stan Lee because, you know, Stan Lee, the great comic book creator, um, I actually had the privilege of working on a project associated with him called Stan Lee's Superhumans, which aired for a while, numerous seasons, on the History Channel. And I was on a segment of that program with uh, Grandmaster Tom Cameron and some of my good buddies like Dean Warsing and Joe Southerts. And uh, I never got to meet Stan Lee, but um, I have, I've always just really enjoyed his attitude toward life. And he's got to be like getting close to 100 now, but he still seems to be a very fit, happy man. And uh, I, I remember watching some documentary with Stan Lee where he said, you know, he goes, if I had not been broke and desperate so many times in my life, there would be no Spider-Man. There would be no Incredible Hulk. You know, <laughs> he, he was just going down the list of all of these characters that now form a part of uh, American pop culture that brings so many people joy and inspiration in their own ways. They existed because he was motivated to to work in a crunch because he was desperate. And so, again, that's a lighthearted way of looking at things, but that's a very good lesson to apply to your life in general. That, uh, hey, it is what it is, so whatever is bad is something that you should uh, use as momentum that you can sort of use a little judo move with and, and, and roll it into something that can be good. Because right now, as I'm sitting here telling you about how wonderful my day is, uh, you know, I've been watching the news. There are people up in the Northeast who are practically frozen up there. Um, and some, you know, many people died last night, you know, when that terrible blizzard hit. There are people in war zones right now. There are people who are locked up in boxes out there being tortured right now, you know. So it almost makes you think that, look, we can debate each other back and forth we're blue in the face about whether or not there is some other realm called heaven or hell that you may pop out in when you die. But one thing we know for sure is that we are here and this is some kind of reality. I think therefore I am. So this is real. This is where you are. And so let's stay with that for a moment and say, regardless of what happens after you die, it does look like that there are rings and rungs and stratification here. And that some people do have more hours of the day smiling and laughing and having fun, and other people have more hours of the day frowning and crying and being sad. And it's never going to be 100% perfect for anybody but think right now about taking every measure that you can make, making every decision that you can make in order to fill your day with as many hours of laughter and joy and positivity while at the same time bringing that 
to other people and sharing that with other people. Because what you find is that you don't live on an island. We all live together in a bubble, but you're not on an island. And um, the way you make other people feel reflects back on how you feel. And that's one of the lessons that we're supposed to learn in this big classroom here. And it's it's so simple, but sometimes it seems so complex because we have this animalistic side, what I call that Wookiee-like side in my book, Use the Force. You have that Wookiee-like side that makes you just think all the time about ego and self-preservation. But that um, that just turns you into a beast. So I feel like this year in particular is a year for myself and everybody I can remind to uh, to really get on track with turning these rungs into rungs of heaven. And a part of that is sharing fun, great things with other people. So I'm doing my best to do my part. I hope that you will do the same. Um, that said, I do have so much happening right now. It's kind of like a whirlwind. So I just hope that you'll stay tuned to this podcast. Uh, it's called Joshua P. Warren Daily, and that's because I try to knock one of these out every single day. It's always short. It's always free. And if you go to my website, joshuapwarren.com, you'll find all kinds of cool stuff there, all kinds of great content. But you'll also find a link where you can subscribe to this podcast, and you can also follow me on Twitter, and I tweet when a new one is posted. So, um, gosh, I hope your new year is getting started as well as mine. That's it for today. Thank you for listening. Thank you for staying curious. And I will talk to you again soon.